It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel. Welcome to the Rendezvous. We're going to talk love, we're going to talk relationships, but I want to give an advice to a friend of mine who uh, lives um, in Indiana, actually in Indianapolis. And uh, he's 27, his girlfriend is 27. I've known them for a while. And um, he wants to uh, end the relationship. And he said, what do you say when you want to break up with somebody? And my advice was that, A, you have to be honest, but not mean. B, reaffirm this is not against her. And C, that uh, we all have the right to start a relationship and we all have the right to end a relationship. It's part of the risk we take when we start a relationship. And kindness, kindness, kindness. That's what you do. Just a little advice. Now back to you questions, 855-905-8255. Any questions for me about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Rachel. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Rachel. What's going on with your boyfriend? How can I help? Well, all right. So I have a question, and my boyfriend and I, we met online on a dating site, and we've been dating just about three months now. And he really he likes the casual vibe, and that's kind of what I've been working on, not being so intense. Mm -hmm. I considered us exclusive, but when I went online to cancel my account, I could see that he was still active on there and I just I don't know how to address it or bring it up without sounding without losing that casual vibe that I've been working so hard on okay but before we answer um, you said losing my casual vibe that I've been working very hard on it why do you have to work so hard to stay casual vibe I think because I was a little bit I was married for a long time and then divorced so I'm so out of the loop with the way dating goes these days that I may have just been a little too intense in previous efforts. Okay, that's that's honest. Um, now, you know the rule, it's like in America, until you've had the DTR, the talk, the define the relationship talk, you are not exclusive. So, How do I have that talk, Simon? I don't know how to oh, do it. Okay, so uh, it's very easy. Um, a, you make sure you feed the beast and your man is not hungry because, you know, when men are hungry, they're grumpy. So that's number one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And two, you say, listen, um, I think it's time we have to talk. I want to know where this is going. Do you feel you're ready to be exclusive or not? That's it. You make it you, sound so simple. But it is. Everybody nowadays knows that, you know, there is pre-talk, after-talk. Pre-talk, no one can ask anybody, you know, where have you been? What have you done? Because we're not exclusive. It goes for you. It goes for him. It's the rule of the land. Then there is the talk. Both parties agree to being exclusive, and then it's a very, it's a normal relationship where no one should be dating anybody else. That's the rule. Right now, though, it's pre-talk, right? Right now, it's still pre-talk. Right. So you can use that and say, "I'm, gonna I'm not mad because I know we're not exclusive, but I just want to know where are we going? Do you feel, you know, because I saw your profile online, do you feel like we're going towards to be exclusive soon, or do you still think it's cool for both of us to date other people? How do you feel about it?" And that's all. That's all you can ask. Okay, Simon. I'm going to do it. All right, Rachel. Good luck to you. Fingers crossed. Thanks. I hope you have a good night. Thanks Thank you so much. much for calling. Coming up, I am going to go help Graham because his girlfriend asked him to do something and he's not sure he should do it. So he needs my advice. It's next.
Graham sent me that email at therendezvousshow.com saying, Bonjour Simon, my girlfriend asked me to unfollow all the women that she doesn't know on social media because it makes her insecure. I have never done anything shady to make her feel that way and I don't know how to handle this. Please advise. Graham, that's a good question. When your partner asks you to unfollow all the women she doesn't know about because it makes her feel bad, should you do it or not when you've done nothing wrong? I'll answer next. What would you say to your partner if they ask you to start to unfollow every uh, woman uh, that uh, follows you on social media because it makes them feel insecure? Would you unfollow everybody that your partner doesn't know just because it makes them feel insecure or not? Graham asked me that question. My advice is absolutely not. We've had a life before. We'll have friends and followers. I think the question is more why Graham, your girlfriend, has insecurity about that. What makes her feel insecure about you and the relationship? Open up the conversation and ask her, honey, oh my love, what's going on? Uh, why do you feel insecure? Where's the threat? Let's talk about it. Open the conversation, break the unspoken. I don't think you have to unfollow everybody that she doesn't know. That is not about that. It's about insecurity. That's my advice. Make her feel safe. Your calls are next. Bonjour, Debbie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Debbie. So I understand you're married, but you're still thinking about your ex these days. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just like the quarantining's getting to me and... It's like I'm seeing sides of my husband that I just didn't see before. And, like, the romance has just gone out the window because we're literally together 24-7. You know, he chooses his mouth open. My ex never did that. You know, he makes me put the kids to bed every night. My ex wouldn't have done that. I just keep thinking these irrational thoughts about how much better it was to be with my ex. And so I just need help, you know, um, blocking those thoughts out and like focusing on my marriage and my family. Okay. Um, the fact that you're having cabin fever and quarantine fever and fatigue, we all have it. So I totally understand. We have to respect that. It's just a unique time in our lifetime that creates unique consequences. And so I'm not so surprised you're thinking about your ex. I mean, I think it, this is not a worry of mine to say that. Um, I think actually, basically it's like how to relax um, mm. your mind and your body, yoga, bicycle, walks outside, hikes, anything that can take the negative energy from what's going on at home is good. Uh, I'm, I'm not so worried about the fact you're thinking about your ex. That's kind of a, a knee-jerk reaction to the quarantining and everybody is getting on everybody's nerves when they live together. Then the past seems, you know, pinky rosy and the present seems really gray and awful. So no worry there, no more reaction. But is there something you can do physically like to relax? I would like you to exhaust your energy and your frustration on something else than thinking about your ex. What could you do? Maybe I can do some yoga or something. That would be amazing if I could find time between like, you know, homeschooling the kids and stuff. But you re I think it's worth it. I think, you know, online classes, uh, plenty of my friends are doing this uh, concepts, working really well with great yoga teachers and all that. I advise it. You need to, you know, expel the nervousness, the cabin fever, the fed up, but we, we all feel it. But even worse for, I think, parents who have to deal with their partners, the kids, the school, and everything else. So it's harder for you than me, who's just single at home with my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis, uh, and yeah. nobody else. So I think that you should, you know, think about physical stuff, walks, bicycle, yoga, and take it from there. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm don't know when I'll find the time, but I think you're right. Like it's gone to that point. I have to do some self care. Oh yeah. And then if you can't do that, don't hesitate to buy a journal and write down all your frustration of the day, like every single day. It's very therapeutic. And you close the page and you go to sleep, it'll be done. Yeah. Like I used to journal, so I need to do that again. That's great advice. Yeah. Thank you. All right, Debbie, good luck to you. And, and thank you for calling. Have a good night. Thank you so much, Simon. Thank you. Coming up, I am going to go answer Angela's voicemail because apparently she has a question for me about a guy she met online. So her voicemail is next. So a little bit of good news. 24-7, 365 days a year. You can leave me a voicemail with your question at 855-905-8255. Just like Angela's. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. Uh, hi, my name is Angela, and I have a question. I started dating somebody about two months ago, yes, during the pandemic, and um, we haven't met in person yet. I, I want to ask him uh, to meet in person, but that just feels so weird. I, I do need to know if we have any chemistry face-to-face, -face, even if it's just socially distanced face. Um, I don't know how to do this. Uh, I need some help on this one. I'd love to hear what you think I should do. Thanks. So this is a, a key question, right? You're dating online and you want to meet in person. I'll answer how I feel about this next. So if you're online dating right now, um, do you feel it's safe to meet in person? Do you feel it's okay and how do you do it? So personally, I've got to be 100% honest, I do not feel right now is the good time to meet in person, but I do respect the choice of the people who do it with the necessary precautions. Ideally, I guess you um, walk uh, 20 feet apart in a park, and uh, if you're 20 feet apart, you can take your mask and see each other's smiles. After that, it's really your responsibility to know what you can do or not do. I repeat, personally, I'm a hypochondriac French guy, and so, you know, I will not meet or date anyone until this is over. Maybe my loss, I feel safer this way. But that's something very personal. I'm not gonna tell you what to do besides being safe and follow your intuition and the safe steps um, that are given to us by doctors. Um, you calls are next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Ariel. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Ariel. So, uh, I understand you have a very romantic partner. Tell me why. Yes, he's pretty amazing. So, I've been, you know, a little extra stressed at work uh, right now. Uh, lots of big projects going on, and it's been messing with my sleep a lot. I've been waking up in the middle of the night almost every night. And last night, <laughs> I woke up, uh -huh. and my husband had set up this whole scenario for me love notes, encouragement notes in the kitchen, on the bathroom mirror, and he even prepped some food for me and left it in the fridge. So if I was hungry when I woke up, oh. that was there for me. And it was just like I'm smiling now thinking about it, you know, because he can't help that I'm waking up in the middle of the night. But when right. I did, I just felt so loved and supported by him. And it just, it really helped ease my mind a lot. Listen, I love that story. And because I've always said in this show that there is no love without proof of love. And what he's doing for you now, it's a proof of love from the heart. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm really so, lucky for him. Definitely. And I think what you should think about is surprising him romantically too in your way 
in something he expects maybe not to happen, um, and you know, in the next couple of weeks, do something super sweet and romantic for him too. I love that, Simon. That's such a so, good idea. I so appreciate you. Know, you. <laughs> you're most welcome. You know, romance is 360. It's not 180. It's 360. It's like a, a circle. Thank you very much and have a good night. Thank you. Good night, Simon. Coming up, I am going to go listen to Tracy's voicemail because she has an important question for me. So her voicemail is next. So remember, if you have a question at any time, just leave me a voicemail with your question at 855-905-8255. Just like Tracy's. Take a listen. Hi, Simon. This is um, Tracy, and um, I have a question about an old relationship that is sparking back up again, but I feel that I'm a little bit worried because this man, uh, although I love him to death, um, he has ghosted me in the past and um, just cut the relationship without reason. But we're good friends, and he's always there for me. So I I don't know how to take him. Should I let my guards down, or should I keep my you know protection up? Um, I need your help. Thank you. Thank you, Tracy, for the voicemail. Yeah, should you go back with the next that ghosted on you? Should you give him a second chance? Let's talk about that next. If your best girlfriend would ask you this question, should I go back with someone who ghosted on me? What would you say to your best girlfriend? Should you or should you not? That's the question Tracy asked me by leaving me a voicemail here at The Rendezvous. My answer is this. Uh, what didn't work yesterday usually doesn't work tomorrow. If somebody ghosted on you, they ghosted on you because they didn't want to tell you why, the real truth of why, they left you. There was an unspoken. So let's say you've been punched in the eye once. Do you want to get punched twice or not? Then you know what to do. My advice is not to go back with somebody who ghosted on you once. My advice is to stay friends and not become romantically involved with somebody who broke your heart once. Why would you want your heart broken twice? No, no, no. Find somebody who loves you fully and not going to ghost on you. That's my advice, Tracy. Thanks for the voicemail. You call the next. Any questions for me about your relationship? Call 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Catherine. Bonjour. I understand your husband is criticizing the way you dress. What's up with that? Yes. See, I like to dress kind of comfortable and not boyish, but not very fancy, and he is constantly trying to get me to wear shorter clothing and high heels, tighter clothing that I just don't feel comfortable in. Okay. Uh, have, you, have you told him you don't feel comfortable in it? Yes, many, many times. And what do you say? What's your argument uh, when you explain that you don't feel comfortable doing this? I say, this is how I am, this is me, what you're suggesting I wear feels very uncomfortable to me, please like it or leave it. <laughs> I just don't know what to do, he keeps trying to buy me items that I won't wear, they just sit in my closet. So, I'd like you to add one thing to your explanation, which is valid, is that don't objectify me, I'm a subject, not an object, and therefore... Let me buy my own clothes, you buy your own clothes, but I feel, you know, kind of objectify every time you try to transform me in a 
what do you call it, bombshell or whatever those expressions are for those kind of dressing, you know, and dress. And so it's not how you feel. And just tell him you know, you're not an object for, you know, to be displayed for other people to look at or for him or nobody. And so you have to respect that. And um, please do not buy any more clothes, but uh, just um, let me buy my own clothes and stop mentioning it. And then you use your sense of humor because, you know, uh, you can resell everything he gives you on eBay and make some money right there. <laughs> it's very important that men hear and understand that sentence. Don't objectify me. I'm a human being. I'm a subject. I'm not an object. That speaks to the man's mind. I love it. Thank you. Okay, because man has mothers and sisters. You can apply that to them too. Okay? Yes. Merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup à toi, Catherine, et bonsoir. Bonsoir. So let's see. Have you ever been in love with someone who didn't feel the same about you? Hmm. Let's talk about that next. Have you ever been in love with someone who didn't feel the same about you? This is a good question. Have you ever been in love with someone who didn't feel the same about you? Guess what? 91% of you said, yes, I have been in love with someone who didn't feel the same about me. And only 9% said no. And thank you for voting at Rendezvous Radio to my polls. I appreciate that. Uh, I've been there big time and many times. <laughs> so on that note, have a good night. Thank you for being so honest. Thank you for listening. Thank you for spending the evening with me. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.